The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Let's start with Cahill Nolan, climate scientist at UCC and founder of Ireland's Weather Channel. Is this cold snap likely to go on for longer than had been initially anticipated? Well, Matt, looking at the latest models and the latest guidance, it was always a little bit uncertain with regards to the longevity of this particular cold spell. But looking at the models over the course of the past few days, it seem to have tightened up. It looks as though the cold spell will last until at least probably Friday the 16th, if not Saturday the 17th. So we're still looking at another week plus of particularly cold weather, sub-zero temperatures for many parts of the country, even by day, and those nighttime values where we have clear skies dropping as low as minus 7 to minus 8 degrees Celsius at times combined with the added, I suppose, impact of freezing fog in places as well, which has been rather dense and very slow to clear. In fact, it hasn't cleared in many parts of the country at all during the course of today. So certainly multiple hazards to take into account. Are we likely to get snow with it? At the moment, snow seems to be a secondary issue with regards to this particular coast, but certainly parts of the north and northwest are still at risk of seeing wintry showers, depending on the wind direction over the course of the next few days over the weekend and the early days of next week. There could be one or two heavier snow showers at times affecting parts of the east and southeast as well. But in general, it looks like a predominantly dry picture for the majority of the country. It's really those sub-zero temperatures, the risk of ice and dense fog in places. That's the most Is it unusual here in Ireland for the temperatures not to go above zero during the daylight when we're having a cold snap? It would be pretty unusual. So I suppose even if we cast our minds back over the past while, it really would have been back as far as 2018 in the days leading up to, let's say, Storm Emma, where we would have seen sub-zero temperatures really continuing throughout the day. Uh, cast our minds a little bit farther back again and we're talking about maybe December 2010 or into December 2009 would have been the last time that we experienced such a let's say prolonged period of time where temperatures remain sub-zero in many parts of the country so in, in the context of Irish meteorology it would be somewhat unusual to see daytime values during cold spells remaining below freezing and even a couple of degrees below freezing at that rate in some parts of the country today. But it's not massively unexpected is it? This isn't something that's totally out of the ordinary. It's not something that's totally out of the ordinary. Let's say Ireland, given our, I suppose, latitude in terms of where we're located on the globe, when we get the right meteorological conditions in place, if we get blocking anticyclones to the north, the northeast, we do leave ourselves exposed to these cooler conditions whereby we can see, I suppose, particularly cold spells like the one that we're enduring at the moment. It's not particularly out of the ordinary. However, I suppose in saying that as well, it's not every winter that we see these particularly long cold spells. They tend to be a little bit more sporadic in nature. Thank you very much, Carl Nolan, climate scientist at UCC and founder of Ireland's Weather Channel. Keith Leonard is chair of the National Directorate for Fire and Emergency Management. The previous experiences of the last decade and so, have they left us reasonably well prepared for what we're facing now? Uh, I think so, Matt. Uh, we've done a lot of work um, following from the 2010 episodes and uh, Storm M in 2018. Um, every local authority now has a severe weather plan in place and um, those plans were activated earlier this week um, and I think we're in a fairly strong place uh, certainly in relation to the, the salt uh, and treatment of roads that's stepped up uh, I, I'd say uh, quite significantly since uh, previous experiences of cold weather. Yeah a lot of people ask about the roads but well, what about footpaths because sometimes the roads get sorted out by the traffic on it wearing things down but footpaths can be very dangerous for pedestrians. Have you done enough work there? 
Um, I, it, it, I suppose salting and even treating of roads is a very labour-intensive piece. So there's a limit to what can be done. And I think footpaths, and particularly around access to um, uh, pu- public services and uh, the public transport are, are, are treated, but it will be very difficult to treat every footpath in an, an urban area. That's understood. Uh, but so every local council has the responsibility, does it, or is it a national coordinated decision? Uh, it's, it's the responsibility of each local authority to actually go out and respond and, and deal with these issues. We are running um, some national coordination with the local authorities, Mehern and some of the public transport operators, just to oversee uh, any issues that might arise or any gaps in the response. Yeah, will public transport continue operating? Because it's going to be so important for people who need to get around, uh, those particularly who don't have their own mode of transport or those who are perhaps afraid to use it. Absolutely. And again, the public transport operators have all activated their severe weather plans and their public transport there was one or a few issues this morning, but it appears to be working well across the country. There will always be some difficult areas and some hard-to-access areas. And particularly, we talked there about the northwest of the country. But by and large, I think that public transport will be well able to cope with the conditions over the coming days. Keith, I know it's not directly your responsibility, but how confident would you be that energy supplies will be maintained, given that heating is so important for everyone in their homes? Well, we're heading in now to the weekend and the demand for electricity is always slightly lower at the weekend, uh, which should put place the grid. I know AirGrid and ESB networks are working strongly together to monitor things very closely. And the general message uh, from the utilities is that while the, the supply and demand is tight, domestic customers should not be affected uh, in the coming days. Thank you very much, Keith Leonard, uh, Chair of the National Directorate for Fire and Emergency Management. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.